0: For over 50 years, I was rooted in a Christian tradition that emphasized, come to Jesus. I based my life and my vocation on the core doctrines which proclaim Jesus Christ as the incarnate Son of God, who died for the sins of the world and rose from the dead to give us eternal life. I understood the basics of what Jesus has done for us. It was only after decades of pastoral ministry that I began to see something much deeper. That what Jesus did for us is something that he does in us. And that he comes to us in a simple and yet most profound way in the Eucharist. And with that, I found something else. The Catholic Church is a seamless garment of Christian truth, which pulls its members into the very life of Christ. This is woven into all that we do as Catholics, but it is so standard and pervasive that many miss it because of its familiarity And so I would like to remind us in a bit of an overview of what brings us today to the summit of the church's life the most holy body and blood of Christ the story starts a long time ago when God first created humans in his image he did two things Genesis 2 tells us the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being in other words God gave humans a physical body and a life based on in divine spirit. Now, when our human parents responded poorly, that's an understatement, to the privilege of choice, when they disobeyed God, their spiritual life died. Without God's spirit indwelling us, we are like animals without instinct. We do foolish and harmful things to ourselves and to others. That is not what God intended. And so still honoring, creating us in His image, God set out to win us back. And that is the way to understand all of the ongoing intricacies of the biblical story and everything that jesus in, that god intended for us is encapsulated in jesus in jesus the incarnation is the permanent unification of the spirit of god with the human body that is what christmas is all about it's the beginning of a story Of what it truly means to be a godly human being then the details start getting played out when jesus is on the verge of high visibility through his public ministry as he begins to draw explicit attention as a spiritual man He goes through a developing series of experiences which the church came to understand as being significant for human reconciliation to God. We enter into the life of Jesus through the church's liturgies. From the incarnation at Christmas and progressing to what we celebrate today, the real presence of the most holy body and blood of Christ, we are being pulled into the life of Jesus so that God's life can be in us. In his baptism, jesus is identifying with every human being's basic need of the indwelling spirit as jesus as a man is baptized he made the waters of baptism the beginning source of god's life and then immediately following his baptism jesus was tempted once again The privilege of choice was being offered to a man who was totally possessed by the Spirit of God. But unlike the first man, Adam, we find in Jesus one who in every respect has been tempted as we are and yet without sin. And so we see that it is possible to live in a human body and say no to sin. It is possible to live in a human body and please God. It is possible to be human and holy. But in a world where so many people still want to please themselves instead of God, holy people are often mistreated. The more Jesus taught and modeled a life full of God's Spirit, the greater the growing animosity to get rid of someone who put a spotlight on the ugliness of a self-absorbed humanity. In the passion and in the crucifixion of Jesus, we see the ultimate result of rejecting God. Rebelling against God always leads to hatefulness and pain and death when Jesus suffered and died he was taking upon himself the result of all human rebellion against God now it can often seem that evil is stronger than good it can feel as though hate is more powerful than love we can begin to think that in a world where so many things go wrong God isn't really doing anything to change it, and that misses the whole point. God's way is not to lash out. Now, He does allow the repercussions of our sin to come back on us. We need to learn that. But God's way is to win us back. God is working for the long term. We're so easily obsessed with now. So we spend our chips trying to be happy. God is at work to make us holy. So after a rebellious world had done its worst to the Son of God, dead and in the grave, Jesus came back from the dead in a body, in his body, never to die again. And that is why the church is all about Easter. Our biggest enemy has been defeated by a man in a human body like ours. And as we follow Jesus in baptism, as we follow Jesus in learning to trust God in our temptations, as we follow Jesus in allowing all that is not pleasing to God to go to the cross so that we die to whatever blocks God's spirit, then we have every reason to believe. That as we follow Jesus he will bring us to resurrection like Jesus our bodies will be raised never to die again but it doesn't stop there 40 days after his resurrection Jesus ascended to heaven now this can be perplexing But understanding the physiology of the ascension, how Jesus' physical body somehow went to heaven, is not the point. There is another dimension that is all around us. It's invisible. Our natural senses usually do not detect it. But Jesus leads everyone who follows him from the cross to resurrected life To a dimension of eternal life in our bodies that we can't yet comprehend. And then right after the ascension, Pentecost released the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead to all who will receive him. So how do we follow Jesus? God has put a desire in every human heart for what is right and beautiful and good. And when that desire is embraced and not rejected, we are beginning to follow Jesus. And following Jesus is not left to our own effort and understanding. Jesus has given us the church to guide us in truth, To show us the way. Jesus has given the church access to the significant events in his life. Now get this. So that the power of what Jesus himself went through in his human body is passed on to us through the Holy Spirit. And that is one way that we understand the sacraments and so when we come into the church we enter into the very life of jesus the liturgy is the celebration where the presence of the living christ is among us the liturgy is a connection to that dimension where christ has already gone liturgy expands now so that in the present moment and especially in the eucharistic presence of our lord the past becomes a present presence that opens to us a future that we cannot comprehend the church offers us a powerful reminder that the way to god passes through things that can be seen and touched. Jesus came from the Father in a body. At every Mass on this altar, Jesus comes to us in a body. The very presence of our Lord is with us in the Eucharist. The one who entered our world, was baptized, tempted, suffered, died, resurrected, ascended, and released his spirit is right here to work the same thing into us. And Jesus comes and gives himself to us as heavenly food, strengthening us for the journey, making all that he has done for us real and present right now. And so today on this incredible feast of the most holy body and blood of our Lord, believe, take, eat, worship, and live.